Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Team Blaney Podcast. My name is Kate Mez, and alongside me this week is guest host, my husband, Steve. If it's your first time listening, this podcast was brought to you by fans for fans. We've been following the Blaney Racing family for two decades, and Team Blaney itself has been offering news and analysis to fans on social media since 2014. So go ahead and pull those belts tight and hang on as we throw the green flag on our recap of Ryan Blaney's run in the Go, go, go Bowling at the Glen this past weekend at Watkins Glen International. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's, it, there was like no number. It was just Go Bowling at the Glen. Yeah, it threw me. <laughs> no, no 200, no 300, no 6.5 kilometers, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Just Go Bowling at the Glen. And uh, there was some bowling at the Glen. There was, yeah. Who, who was throwing who was throwing a bowling ball on the weekend? Was Eric uh, Amarola? <laughs> yeah. Eight hundred. What is that? Eight hundred foot strike. Something like that. Yeah. But I don't think it was actually a strike because uh, I think it was a second throw. If I would have thrown it, it'd have been a strike. Yeah, I think I, I think technically he just picked up the spare, so he did. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so um, a little damp weekend at Watkins Glen. Yeah. Very. But, uh, Kind of made it interesting. Um, from what you saw, what did you actually think of the race itself? Mm, well, I saw the inside of my eyelids for a little bit there, so does that sum that up? <laughs> <laughs> With her rolling in the back of your head, more or less? <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and get into it, because we got to get through this part of it and then get to the excitement of the next week coming up. Okay, hit us with it. Okay, so Saturday they practiced, and they practiced. And um, 20 minutes in Group A, he was six, uh, 17th quick. Um, you know what, though? The times weren't that far apart. It was 7.40 back of the five car. Uh, they ran 12 laps. Uh, qualifying came up. They ran two attempts in qualifying, and yeah. uh, it didn't really Not, go that great. Yeah. yeah. And um, they actually tried to go out a third time. It didn't make it over there in time to the, to the start. Yeah, ran out of time. So uh, they end up start starting 26th, and um, which is kind of cool because uh, Kimi uh, Räikkönen, uh, one of Ryan's idols, was starting 27th. Uh, the nine won the pole, um, and a lot of the issues from what I saw in practice and in the qualifying was the bus stop uh, back there at the back. What would we like to be a the back stretch more or less? Um, that area there, they just didn't have enough grip making the, the quick right, the quick left coming out of it, back to the quick right going into the next turn. So um, we get to uh, Sunday. They're going to go 20 laps, 40, uh, 40 laps, then 90 laps total. Six sets of tires. Um, they had uh, rain tires also ready to go. Mm-hmm. Fuel run was uh, 36 to 39 laps. So think they were thinking they were going to do something similar to um, Indianapolis there where they were going to try and do it one less stop than some of the other teams. Uh, the rain kind of gets in the way of this strategy. Um, then we got the 18, the 24, the 45 all have uh, to go to the back for different issues. So Brian does move up a little bit in the starting order there. Um, they take pit stall six which is between the 20 and the three cars. And then we get a lightning delay. Mm-hmm. And uh, TV is horrible for this because they don't really tell you where they are. They don't keep a running clock. I went to the NASCAR app where I usually listen to the scanner, and I picked up the um, 
NASCAR scanner. Officials, yeah. yeah the officials. So um, at least at like the 10 minute mark, they kind of tell you it's 10 minutes if there's an all clear in five minutes. Uh, so they did that. And then right before, while well, they did get an all clear, people started going to pit road. Uh, people were moving around. And then we got a second delay at about 3.30. So uh, at that point, it rained pretty good also. So they were putting the, together the plan to run in the wet. Um, so once that delay was over, they did get a chance to change the tires. Uh, no other adjustments, but they did change the wet tires. Got the command to start engines at 4.10. Now, this is where things get a little tricky because they go out there and run around the track a bunch of times and they're going to do a single file restart which was a good idea um, yeah but nobody's really happy with the track uh, there's a lot of puddling there's and, a lot of standing water at this point and what they were saying is like like they're we're hydroplating even under the caution which i don't know i mean i didn't see it but i mean it could it it doesn't take much to hydroplane if you've yeah. ever done it it doesn't take much no <laughs> Um, so they, uh, they brought them back in and, uh, they took the time to go ahead and squeegee certain areas of the track, try to keep that running water. Yeah. We can't um, forget the rooster tails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and that would have been horrible. Um, so it, uh, they refire the engines at 4.52. Um, <laughs> Ryan on the pace laps at that point says the fuel pressure gauge is not working. <laughs> uh, which is good is not really good um it's not really bad either because they just they keep track of fuel mileage um in the pits anyway yeah but um it's nice to know if he's got a switch to flip or something like that when he's got to do it um jonathan tells him to keep it on the pavement and make it to the end <laughs> and at lap one there 22 for the start because of the cars that had to go to the back and um, he's running right around the 19 to start. Yeah. And uh, passes him right away. Then we get like the 21 car, the seven car spinning. Um, the the two punts the 16. <laughs> Ryan gets himself up to like 20th. Uh, the 91 passes Ryan, so he's racing. Like I said, racing around Kimmy. Um, and uh, then at lap three, the 91 spins out. So then at lap four um, is when the 34 takes the lead and everybody panics. Because <laughs> we don't need the 34 winning the race. Nope. Um, Ryan's at 22nd at this point. And um, now the question at this point is whether to come in and get the slick tires on because the track is starting to dry out. The rain has stopped. And, um, you know, when they're running the rain tires, they're looking to run in water. But if you're getting a lane that's, uh, that's getting dry... Uh, and you can run the slicks, you know, it's it's the move to make. Well, lap seven, the 17 comes on, comes on and he pits for the slicks. And within a lap or two, everybody sees how well it goes. And sure enough, everybody starts coming in. This is, like I said, which kind of changes the strategy a little bit uh, because everybody's going to come at this point, get the slicks, and then go ahead and get their fuel too, which changes the fuel windows around. Um, by lap 13, uh, the 14 had, had passed the 40, 34, so... That kind of changes things a little bit at the front, and Ryan is in 21st. Um, at lap 14, the 8 comes off pit road in front of the 14, uh, but then misses the bus stop. Uh, the 9 uh, is uh, is also running up up there on the on the rain tires still, 
he's leading. So he hasn't he hasn't come in and pitted yet. He might be going to the end of the stage. I'm not sure. Um, Ryan is uh, up to 18th at this point. But um, you know, after we get to the end of the stage here, the stage winner is the 14 car. Ryan ends up 31st because he does pit at lap 18 right before the end of the stage. So they do go ahead and. Uh, we have help tonight. She wants to play. She hey, wants in on this. You keep going. I'll be right back. Okay. So, <laughs> as you can tell, our, our dog Laney is very excited about what's going to happen next. Um, so, Ryan does pit at the end, uh, right before the end of the stage here. And, uh, like I said, the stage one is the 14. Ryan's in 31st because of this. Um, and he's still talking about being a bit tight still. So, they do a restart at lap uh, 23 here with a 38 leading at this point. And um, Martin is in 17th and Ryan's in 19th. So once again, they're starting near each other. They do go back to the double file restart. Um, Ryan gets up to 17th, uh, lap 25. Uh, he's in 16th after passing the 10 car and uh, the 19 is in 17th. So like I said, they run right around each other at this point until till they go on some different strategies. Uh, lap 26. Um, he passes the 77, but he gets passed by the 5, and once again, he's just kind of settled in the 16th. Uh, lap 29, the 38 breaks an axle, um, which was just amazing because he was actually up near the front. So Ryan gains that position to 15th. Um, the 22 takes the lead at this point, and uh, he's on a little bit different strategy too. He takes like two tires at, at one point. Uh, lap 31. Um, past the 47, get to 14th, and the 19 is in 17th at this point. Um, and neither car got stage points at the end of the first stage. So right now, like I said, they're just running around each other and trying to stay close to each other. Um, at uh, lap 34, the 16 passes Ryan. Ryan's back to 14th, and once again, the 19 is in 17th. Um, a couple laps later, we pass the 7 car, get to 13th. Um, and only 18 seconds back of the lead, you know. So getting near the end of the stage here, um, he's up to 13th. And at lap 40 at the end of the stage, the 22 wins the stage. Ryan is in 13th. And the 19 is back in 31st here because he's he's done some different pit things here. Uh, Ryan talks about no turn, grip, speed. Uh, he's just like practice is what he says. Um, they're staying out at this point because, once again, they're trying to go one more pit stop before the end of the race. Um, and, and it's interesting because that pit stop, they're going to take four tires because they know they're going to have to take a certain amount of fuel on. And it takes longer to take the fuel than it does the actual tires anymore because of the one lug nut. Um, uh, Jonathan asks them what kind of adjustment to make when they do come in. They restart in ninth at this point, And the 34th back up to the lead. Um, the restarts at lap 44. Uh, they tell Ryan it's 12, 12 laps till they get inside the pit window. We had a caution for the 3 and, and the 91 here. Um, and actually what ends up happening is they get caught in another Chastain. Uh, <laughs> where Chastain hits the 3 and he causes some cars to spin. And the 91 ends up getting in the middle of it. And uh, you know this kind of helps all the fuel strategies. Because uh, everybody else who stays out can go a little further on their fuel. Uh, we get the restart lap 48, and Ryan's in 10th, and the 19's in 25th. And the good news here is the 9 car takes the lead off of the 34. Pretty much takes control of the race here. 
Um, at uh, lap, let's see, 57 here, we start to get some pitting. Um, and they're going to pit this lap. And they were in fourth at this point because some of the cars had pitted right before them. But once again, they're waiting on fuel. So, you know, this whole thing about the pit stops, it's not really that the pit stop itself was bad. It was that they have to wait for a certain amount of fuel just to make sure they can make it to the end. Um, they are P23 as it cycles through at that point. Uh, lap 60 to 41 is the leader. And uh, Ryan is... Uh, I'm sorry, Ryan's 23rd, and the 19 car is actually up to 14th at this point because of the strategy he went to. At uh, lap 62, um, the 9 is, is leading, and uh, we've got lap 65, the 40, oh, I'm sorry, here it is, lap 65, the 41 pits, and the 9 takes the lead, I'm sorry. Um, at lap 66, some guys who needed to pit start pitting, so things change with the with the running order a little bit. Ryan's up to 22nd. Uh, the 19 is in 17th. So, like I said, they're just a couple spots away. Uh, lap 73, the 18 spins out. Ryan's up to 21st. The 19's in 16th. Lap 75, uh, we get the 7 pitting, so Ryan moves up another spot. At lap 77, he's up to 19th, and the 19 is in 14th. And then we get a caution at lap 79 for the 15 car. So they're um, in 18th. They're staying out. The, the 19 was up to fourth at this point, but I believe he ends up having to pit here. Uh, as it all sorts out after the, the restart at uh, lap 81, Ryan is up to 20th, and Martin is in 18th position. So like I said, right near each other again. Then we get that caution for the 27 where he uh, – Goes into the gravel there and gets stuck, so they have to call a caution. Ryan is in 20th at this point. The 19 is in 19th, so here we're coming up to like the final restarts here, and sure enough, they're right next to each other. Um, the nine is leading, and uh, like I said, Ryan was in 20th at this point. Martin was in 19th, and on this restart, um, as we'll talk about in a couple minutes here, the nine car takes the outside on the restart and you know even though he's controlling the restart it, it ends up being not a good thing as the five car goes down into one really hard more or less takes his teammate out takes the lead um, there's a lot of mayhem on the on this restart going down into one and the next couple laps as it sorts out the five car does end up winning um, Ryan ends up 24th and the 19 car 23rd so the good news is they lost one point <laughs> on the day. Um, and the bad news is it's another week of this. Uh, one more week coming up of uh, trying to battle the 19 and hoping nobody new wins. Um, so, so far so good. And um, what did you think of the finish between the five and the... Uh, and the nine. Mm, well, depends on who you talk to. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I I see both both points. Um, you sh you shouldn't. I don't think you should race that hard to a teammate, but you still want to win. Like, I mean, it's. Well, the one thing that he did right, remember what was said before about if you are going to 
um, use somebody up on a restart near the end of a race, you better win the race. Yeah. So he did that much. He did do that, yeah. But uh, having seen what we've seen, and you know, even at Daytona at the beginning of this year, um, when your teammate does it to you, it's a little bit... It, yeah. And honestly, it's not like either one of them were racing to get in the playoffs. Um, you were already there. You're just kind of waiting until the, to the playoffs, the chase starts. But, I mean, I, I know you, I'm competitive. Believe me, I'm competitive. Um, I want that win too, but I don't know. There's maybe, I don't know, maybe that part of your brain shuts off when you're, when you're racing. I don't want to give Kyle Larson a lot of credit, but, I mean... Five five more bonus points is is part of the reason why it is yeah but I mean it, but it wasn't it wasn't a, a do or die situation either no but what, I mean do you think that Chase made a mistake by not taking the inside on the restart who knows maybe that's part of the reason why I mean again we don't know what he said with Mr Hendrick and with with Jeff Gordon um, we can assume by the way he was talking. Maybe that was part of it, though, was, you know, I knew I should have taken that. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the inside line on those those types of restarts, you know, it's that whole adage of eight wheels is better than four going into the turn. Mm -hmm. I mean, did he not think that the guy on the inside might not, it, whether it was on purpose or not, might not have an issue, you know, and you can't necessarily avoid it sometimes. Yeah, I mean, or maybe that's what he, I don't know, maybe... Maybe he didn't think that that was the problem. Maybe he just thought, Kyle raced a little hard. <laughs> well, I know that... Um, I don't know. We're all so tight-lipped about it. The world may never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll know once we get to Bristol next next week. Or, oh, yeah. When uh, we're in Bristol. We're going to... Oh, wait a minute. It's Daytona. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, Chase... Uh, I don't know if Chase was confused or not. I think Chase was... I think Chase was trying very hard to say the right things and not air any... Dirty laundry, you know? You don't you don't air your family's dirty laundry out for the world to see. Unless you have social media. I mean, we've seen that enough. But anyway, <laughs> you know, he tried to keep everything in-house, in, inside, and I think it just it bubbled over and he just accidentally said Bristol instead of Daytona. Well, you know, it, uh, you know, like I said, it's five bonus points for Kyle Larson, so mm -hmm. it kind of helps kind of helps him move a little closer to his team as the playoffs are about to start. Um, the... Like I said, the end result for Ryan and uh, and Martin was uh, really nothing. <laughs> it ends up being one point change in the standings. The, the bad thing was um, Kyle Larson moved in front of Ryan in the point standings, and uh, because of that, you know Ryan's going to lose some bonus points at this point. So one good thing that you know one thing that kind of needs to happen in the next uh, the next race here is maybe Ryan can find enough points to pass Larson back up in the standings. Uh, he's now nine points behind Larson in the overall standings. And uh, like I said, that'll that'll hurt the projected uh, playoff rankings. Um, if the playoffs started today, Ryan actually moves down to eighth overall. He would start off with uh, 2013 points compared to the uh, 2040 of, uh, of Elliott. So, um, yeah, that's one thing to look at this weekend coming up. You know, nine points behind Larson. Moving past Larson, like I said, would be more bonus points to start the playoffs with. Um, 
And of course, the 25 points to Martin Truex are huge um, because the first stage, you know, you could win 10, get 10 points in the first stage to Martin zero mm -hmm. and pretty much, you know, guarantee the lead the rest of the way, just a couple stage points in the second stage above, above Martin. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see what the uh, 19 does as far as racing for stage points. Yeah. Well, yeah. These guys, you know, sometimes like to hang back, hang back to the end of the race. Um, I mean, everybody else who's outside the the the, the uh, cars that have won this year, the other 15 cars that have a chance to win one and get in, um, I don't think they're going to race really hard until the last stage. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't know because some of those guys they're going to start they're going to start itching for. Ah, that was like Mark Truex itching. <laughs> Um, they're gonna start itching for that win. They want to be up front. They're gonna start looking at the at the stage points, and you know what? Things are gonna probably get squirrely. It's Daytona. You know, it's it's a wild card. It, you know, I'm sure you won't be sitting for any of the race. You're gonna wear out the carpet. You know, it is what it is. Um, it's a. Uh... Really interesting because the discussion about Kurt Busch um, actually kind of gets in the middle of this now. Um, you know, Kurt made an announcement last week that he's definitely not going to race Watkins Glen and Daytona. And they didn't say anything about beyond then. But a lot of murmuring going on now in the NASCAR world behind the scenes about um, whether he's taking up a spot that somebody else should have um, if he's not going to come back at all. And I've heard the most interesting scenario, and this is one that uh, is, is really interesting, is Toyota. Um, with his waiver that he has, um, I don't know if Toyota's part of that, but what if Toyota were to pull the waiver, or have him, have him pull the waiver, just to make sure that Martin... Martin could get in? Could get in. That's definitely interesting. I have... You did not tell me that, so I was not prepared for you to say that. Um... I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of. I know we discussed it at length, uh, the whole Kurt Busch situation. Um, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios that you keep throwing out at me. Um, every time we're in the car in the last couple of days, he's throwing out. Well, what about this situation? Um, ah, boy, I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, this is the first time somebody has had a concussion protocol this late in the in the year. Yeah. Or, or a medical, I should say medical, because Kyle had one after Daytona after when he, Daytona when he one year, broke, yeah, his, broke his legs, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but he was perfectly fine by the time the, the playoffs came, um, medically speaking. Right. Um, so, I mean, how, how long do you, do you let it go? And then, and then what happens? Uh, they, uh, you know, I can't... I can't see that, um, that it's fair, but on the other hand, he did win a race, so it is, it is fair, um, you know, that uh, he gets a chance to compete for the playoffs, and the fun part about it is, even if he was out three more weeks, and he comes back for the last race of the first round, he could win the last race of the first round and put himself in the playoffs there, too, so, you know... Um, What's interesting for us is we like um, have an issue. We always tape this show on Tuesday nights, put it out Wednesday as quickly as you know, Wednesday morning, and a lot of times we end up with 
Um, by Wednesday morning, we end up with uh, you know new news, and um, kind of hoping that there, there, if there is new news, you know, it really would would be fair to the other teams that are trying to get in the playoffs if they knew there was one more spot before Daytona. Um, I could see Ryan totally running the, the race totally different if he knew all he had to do was point his way in, you know? Yeah, that's true. And that's that's the only thing about it that's kind of sketchy is it would be, it'd be nice to know ahead of time, okay, Kurt's not going to be in, you know, if he's not going to be in, he's, he's you know, why he's not going to be in or whatever is, 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 is a sad thing, you know. We really want to be healthy and we'd really like to just see him be in no matter what. But, you know, if he knows he's not going to be able to be in, the doctors are saying, no, no way, it'll take too long. Um, it, would, it would, like, totally change the complexion of how you race the race. You know? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, one of the things I was saying a minute ago about um, we, we put out the podcast on Tuesdays, uh, we tape them Tuesday nights, come out Wednesday. <laughs> one of the things Breaking we, news always <laughs> happens on Wednesday. <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> Here we go. Last Wednesday, of course, um, Ryan's contract extent. Well, it's not an extension. It's a signing of a new contract. New contract. Um, and the details are totally sketchy, which... They're not sketchy. They're just... They're keeping them under wraps. Under wraps. Yeah, yeah. sketchy's not a good word. I'm sorry. No, no, no. They're just kind of quiet, hush they're, hush Yeah, they're, tight, they're tight-lipped about what the, the details are. But the big news is, is that he's staying at Penske. Yeah. And that's and, awesome. And it, and it was, uh, you know, it's a long-term deal. Um, I'm going to say something, and this may be a popular or it may not be popular. I don't know. But I, I read people's social media. I see fans and what they say. And I see Ryan fans and what they say. And... and What's interesting, I always said to follow his lead. You know, if he feels like he is doing the right thing, you know, follow his lead. If he's upbeat, optimistic, like he is coming into the You mean being excited about staying at Penske. Staying at Penske, and and that's part of it. And that's exactly what I was aiming toward here, is that I'm reading reading some people saying, well, oh, man, and I don't understand, where else else was he going? Where else did you as fans envision that he could go where it's just so much better. And if it is so much better, how does he get there? Because everything else is full. There's only one team that I see that's usually head and shoulders above any of the other teams, and that's Hendrick. And Hendrick's not getting rid of any drivers right now or moving anybody around, you know. Um, so, you know, this team is still third in the overall point standings. They've been running first or second in the point standings all year. Um you know, they're rounding into shape, really. Once they make the playoffs, they're in good shape. They're going to, I mean, you know. anybody that's been watching this season, um, I mean, obviously he did win the, the all-star race, you know, a couple times there. Um, but so many, like you said, so many times he's running up front, and it's just, it's just circumstances. You know, that's racing. It's racing. So, I mean, if some of you want to, I don't want to say explain yourself, but if you want to explain why you think, I mean, put it on the Team Blaney um, Twitter page or something and just just say what because I don't get it I think it's fantastic um, if you've been down to the shop it's it's gorgeous um, they do such a great job with their drivers I think I think they do great by them um, he's in good equipment and first and foremost Ryan's excited about it do we really need that much more then um, if the driver is excited about it, yeah, then we should be excited about it. Yeah, you know, we've met some of the people on the inside. 
too. Mm -hmm. And we've had the opportunity to meet some of the team members mm -hmm. and, and, and the people at Penske. Like I said, we've had Josh. And y'all rock, so, just so you know. Yes. You guys rock. <laughs> <It's> truly, <laughs> you yeah. guys are all awesome. And that's what I was going to say, is that he's working with great people. Mm -hmm. People who care just as much as he does about what, what they're trying to do and mm -hmm. the goals they're trying to accomplish. And, you know, it's a family atmosphere after a while. You get to know each other. You get to try to take care of each other. You're there for each other. You'll go above and beyond for each other. And um, so it's just more than just a contract, more than just, you know, how much money I'm making on this. Um, you know, it, it's it's really kind of a, a cool scenario. And he even said that, uh, you know, it's a family kind of a feel to it. And those of us who followed his dad for years and years in NASCAR, um, this is the opportunity we always wish that Dave had. Yep. You, know, Dave you beat Lynn, me to it, I was going to say it, but yeah. you beat me to it, yeah. Dave already had some good teams, not great teams, but some good teams. He had some moments where the equipment was there, and he was able to capitalize on it and do some great things with the equipment. Yeah. Um, but, but there were a lot of times where, you know what, if something like this had fallen, you know, in Dave's lap, we would have been shouting from the rooftops. We yeah. would be so excited. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to so, stay that way. So, so fans that have been around a long time, we appreciate this so much more. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, top 10 finishes for Dave was a big day for us, you know. Yep. Um, you know, top five was huge. You know, the, he wins one Xfinity race the one night, and we still oh, we still watch that. We still go back and watch it. You know, and um, Been you know, fun. it's it's <laughs> so nice that Ryan is able to experience this. Um, you know, level up. You know that that his, his dad never really got that chance to do. I mean, there were like I said, there were a couple of good years. There was a couple of years where he was like on a newer team with with uh, with Childress. You know, and so forth. Um, so, you know what, uh, take it for what it's worth. This is a very good opportunity to continue to grow and get better. Um, the new car is like definitely throwing a curveball into everything and it kind of equalized the playing field a little bit for this year. And you watch what happens in the next couple of years. You know, things are going to equal out a little bit and uh, 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 teams will get back to where, you know, where they'll be a little bit better with a little more uh, engineering and so forth. And, uh, you know, Ryan, early in the season, had a couple poles. You know, he's led a bunch of laps. Um, my wife's looking up the Haas avocado car over here right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> um, but speaking of Dave, let's uh, talk about Dave this weekend, too. We had, yeah, uh, Dave, we had some Dave racing Dave news. Dave news this past weekend. Okay, so Dave raced twice this past weekend with the Tezos. I hope I say that right. Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions. Friday night, he was at the Outlaw Speedway in Dundee, New York. He had a qualifying time of eighth quick, putting him in heat two, where he finished second, which moved him to the um, to a starting position of seventh in the A-Main. But due to a mechanical issue, he had to retire during the main event. Brett Marks uh, ended up taking the win. Then on Saturday, the action moved to Utica Rome Speedway, where Dave was 14th quick in qualifying. In uh, heat two, he was able to finish fifth, putting him in the A-Main. He was able to move up a few spots there for a finish of 13th on the evening, and Justin Peck was the victor on Saturday. So, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Ryan Blaney Family Foundation and the Ryan Blaney, uh, Blaney Bunch will put out every once in a while when Dave is running, and, and coming up in a couple weeks, uh, we'll be talking about this in a couple minutes too, um, Dave will be running probably at the Lou Blaney Memorial uh, coming up in September. Um, 
Do you have? Oh, you do. You've got the fantasy uh, review, uh, the NASCAR Fantasy Live League uh, review this week's. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to do the top ten from the Watkins Glen this week? Okay, top ten. Starting at number ten is Glitterbugs. Then we've got Go Larson in ninth. In eighth is Vincent T. Twelve. In seventh we have Prime Minister three. Then we have three tied for fourth place. We've got the Blaring Idiots. Factory of Sadness, six. And, special little shout out to my girl, Rogers T. Um, Then we go to, oh, there's a tie for second place. Two Bushes, No Johnsons, and Sam Speedsters. And then uh, taking the the victory for Watkins, at least, was Vans, 12. Would you like me to do the overall statement? Oh, well, yeah. You you just skipped over where Adam and I were, but that's all right. We were horrible. <laughs> yeah, I figured you didn't want me to say that out yeah. loud. Yeah, um, he, he beat me this week for once. In 35th was Team Blaney host Adam. And then, oh, hang on. I Good thing I have my glasses on here. Oh, 41st place was Mez 12. See, if you'd help me with my, my, my picks every week, I'd probably do better. Well, maybe. You can't afford it, though. Okay, so overall standings. You want me to do top 10? Go for it. Okay. In number 10, we have Eric D15. In ninth is Bulldog0277. In eighth place is JD Racing. Seventh place, we've got the Dalai Lama 4. Two Bushes No Johnsons are in sixth. And Factory of Sadness 6 is in fifth. Then in fourth place, we have Moose Hunter1960. Third place is Fry Gal 12. In second place, we've got Clyde's Chicken Pit Racing. And taking the top spot right now is Math Mom 4. Oh, and um, I got the, uh, I still got, got my lead on Adam there, right? You do. You are currently in second, uh, sorry, 22nd place. And Adam is in 31st. Oh, did you notice what I did there? Who's in 32nd? Yes, Rogers T is in 32nd place. Hopefully, maybe this, uh, oh, she's only five points behind Adam, so hopefully Tara can uh, catapult her, her spot past Adam. I'll help you with your lineup, too, if you want, if you want my input, too. I don't think she needs Don't a, tell Steve. I don't think she needs any help. Probably uh, not. She's, she's doing, doing good. Pretty good there. In, uh, I'd be in last place, I swear. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so this, uh, you know... This uh, week, kind of like to talk about Daytona a little bit. Um, I don't care who wins as long as it's somebody who's already won. <laughs> or Ryan. <laughs> or Ryan. That's it. That's Preferably all. Ryan. That's it. Um, but I think that, um, you know, the, the staying in front of Martin I don't think is going to be any problem. Um, and uh, fantasy-wise, like I said, I... If you still have a day or a, uh, this is the last week, and then they'll they'll reset your number of usage. But if mm-hmm. you still have a, a Ryan usage left, or any of the Penske guys left, I would definitely use those guys this week. Um, who else do you think will be running up front? Oh, I mean, you can't count out Chase. Uh, you can't count out uh, Larson either. Um, you know what, uh, Daniel Suarez, I. I I'm looking in his direction. Um, let's see. Uh, Kevin? Kevin Harvick's been kind of hot lately. 
Yeah, it, you know, what's kind of interesting is the guys who already have one win um, really should race the race hard to try to get the stage point first off because that's an extra point for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And any of them who have one win, to get to two wins to get that extra five bonus points yeah, would be huge, you know, for a guy like Austin, really. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, Cindric, you know, uh, he has that one, those five points from earlier in the year, but uh, it'd be really, really good for him to get uh, a couple more extra points uh, before the year's out, you know. Yeah, but I think you're right. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Blaney fan. The dog's sitting on my lap currently right now. Her name is Blaney. But, I mean, if he hasn't proven in the last few years that he is a super speedway racer, I mean, come on, where have you been? Yeah, so, you know, uh, the one thing I would really love to to hear um, on Saturday night is the same thing we heard last year. Love it. So if that doesn't get you excited for Saturday night, I don't know what will. Um, That's the call from uh, from Josh Josh Williams, our uh, number one spectator. On top of the uh, uh, the stands there for Ryan every week. Um, if you get a chance to listen to the audio, uh, these are the races to do so. Uh, these guys yeah. have that camera inside the car that gives them a rear view, view view to some extent. But as far as judging the runs and how fast they're coming and what lane is doing what, the guy who's the most important guy is the guy standing up on top of the, the stands. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, nobody, I don't think, does it better than Josh. Um, having listened to him these last couple of years, and uh, definitely last year, this race, um, we were there. Yeah. This is, uh, this is Yeah, a, we listened to that live and live. in person. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't breathe until he said at the line, I could not breathe because I was like, oh, is this happening? Is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully this week as we go on, we'll have Adam uh, post some pictures again from, uh, from us standing there in the stands. Uh, that was yeah. uh, that was quite a, quite a weekend. Um, we uh, we won. That was when we won the tickets last year, mm-hmm. and made the trip down there by Saturday we night. Drove straight down. Made it back to work by Monday morning. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and uh, didn't miss a beat. Adam and Tara, we got to sit with, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, just just fabulous, fabulous action. Um, the racing at Daytona there really isn't anything like it. Talladega is is a super speedway. But Talladega is a lot wider, um, so there is a little bit more of a chance to get away from a mistake or something like that. Daytona, there's no there's no room for error, and and once mm-hmm. it happens, it you know that that last uh, half a lap there where that that happened, um, you know Ryan was wasn't in the position he was in. He was going to be part of whatever it was. So yeah. Um, so yeah, this week, uh, you know, definitely looking forward to Saturday night. Definitely looking forward to staying ahead of Martin in the in the playoff standings. Um, I think that uh, everything can be accomplished as long as uh, the weather doesn't get in the way, um, <sighs> and uh, just hopefully stay away from anybody else's mistakes. You know. Yeah. And uh, that you know may might stay away from. Like I said, they probably want some stage points. If Martin's going to race for stage points, they'll race for stage points. Yep. It, you know, Adam said. Clean. Yeah, Adam said it to me. You know, before about you know, they get too caught up in that, but the truth is, is that's what they have to do. Mm-hmm. They're they're competing on two levels. You know, they're trying to make sure nobody else new wins, but they're also you know got one yeah. guy. They got to make sure they they keep their distance on them. People and, think it's just playing checkers, but it's chess. Yeah, you got to think moves ahead. Multi level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got a couple things coming up here. And uh, we wanted to talk about uh, the Lublin Memorial. We mentioned it earlier. 
and yes. we were talking about uh, it's a, it's actually a two day event. There's a there's mm -hmm. a Friday and a Saturday uh, event there, um, and I think it's the the All Stars will be coming to town for that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you got a little info there about um, something special that they're going to do there. Yeah, for those of you that are in the area and will be there, what that's next Friday. A week from yeah. Yeah. So like a week and a half. Okay, so they're having a Lou shirt out. It'll take place on Saturday, September 3rd, as part of the Lou Blaney Memorial. Every person that wears a Lou Blaney shirt will receive five tickets to be entered into a $200 cash prize drawing sponsored by Carpenter's Towing and Colonial Meat Products. Attendees can get their raffle tickets from the tents selling the Lou Blaney Memorial t-shirts on 9-3. Shirts will be available on Friday night, September 2nd, for $25. I also believe that they're having, um, they're playing a, there's a cornhole tournament. There's a cornhole tournament, yeah. Because uh, uh, our friends, uh, Jerry and Kirsten, were talking about uh, being there. I for hope that. they do it. That'd be great. Yeah. they're Do it, Jerry. Come yeah, on. Come on. You can do it. Um, so, you know, you can join in that. Um, mm -hmm. There'll be a lot of a lot of ways to help the foundation uh, on that night. Um, and this is a really good way to do it. Um, you know, another thing that uh, is coming up, and I kind of like, I printed out a couple of these because there's three um, Ryan Blaney Family Foundation uh, teams that will be doing walks in the month of October, and hopefully we'll be talking to some of the some of the people from the foundation in the next couple of weeks. Maybe have them on if we can. Um, but uh, there you, have, you have three chances if you go on to the Walk for Alzheimer's websites, um, Walk to End Alzheimer's websites, um, and you just look up the word Blaney. Uh, these are actually three different. Blaney teams that you can join at different locations. Um, I think the first is what? October? The first is uh, Team Kate Blaney. That's Saturday, October 22nd. It's at the Watson and Trestle training site at Youngstown State University. Um, then you've got the Team Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. It's Saturday, October 15th. That's at Watkins Glen. And then you have Team Blaney, Saturday, also a Saturday, October 22nd. That's at Truist Field in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, you know, look out for those things coming up. Um, we'll, um, you know, we'll keep you updated on anything you see there. Uh, like I said, go to their, their uh, Facebook page, their Twitter page. Make sure you join, follow, subscribe to them, too, uh, just so that you get any of that information. And we always try to retweet it out and repost it whenever we get it. Um, they had a pretty pretty nice weekend up at um, the Watkins Glen with the booth. Uh, I'm sure they're, they're looking to do that booth again at other tracks here in the future uh, whenever they get a chance to. Uh, we, we were able to see it at Indianapolis. Uh, it's a really, really cool booth and nice mm -hmm. setup. Uh, give me a nice chance to donate. Um, tons of great merchandise uh, available. Um, the shirts, uh, if they don't have them, they're going to you know, try to get some orders online uh, through the... Um, Flag and Anthem company that's doing them, uh, which is one of Brian's main sponsors. You guys can't see it, but he's actually wearing the shirt and he's wearing the bracelet right now. Yeah. It was my bracelet, but he stole it. Yeah. So that's good. okay. I'll just go back and buy more. That's, sure, that's, sure, that's fine. Sure, get a new one. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, that's something to look out for. Um, like I said, this week coming up, uh, people in the Discord chat, don't panic just yet. It's going to be a great week of racing. Daytona is always exciting to begin with, and we can't wait to get to Saturday night. Um, Adam and Tara are going, so that pretty much guarantees rain. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, I texted a picture of uh, 
to Josh, they talking about the weather to <laughs> of Charlie Brown walking in the, with the cloud following him. Yeah. And that's uh, that's Adam with the weather. But, uh, you know, it's Daytona in August. What do you expect? Uh, you know, the showers will move through there and uh, hopefully be a, a good night uh, for Ryan and uh, Team Penske. And then we'll get these playoffs going. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, thank you everyone once again for tuning in to this episode of the Team Blaney Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us, please listen to our very first episode that dives deep into our Blaney fandom. You can interact with us on Facebook and Twitter at Team Blaney and on Instagram at team.blaney. And finally, we'd like to encourage you to support the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation. This organization, championed by Ryan and his family, supports causes like the Alzheimer's Association and UPMC Sports Medicine. You can find out more about the foundation online at ryanblaneyfamilyfoundation.org or on any of their active social media channels. So, for my co-host Steve, I'm Kate Mez, and we'll catch you next time on the Team Blaney Podcast. Go ahead, you say it. Good night, Brussels. Good night, Dublin.